It's time for Talking Music on KVNF, your mountain-grown community radio. I am your host, Taya J. I'm joined today on the show by Gonzalez, Sophia, Jordan, and Cooper of the Grand Junction-based band Peach Street Revival. Thank you all for being here. It's really a pleasure to have you live in the studio. Will you start out by introducing yourselves? And um, yeah, tell us, tell us a little something about yourself. My name is Cooper Shaw. I play guitar for Peach Street Revival, and I'm also bilingual. Spanish. I was going to ask. <laughs> you preempted my question. <laughs> hey, uh, this is Gonzalez. I am the singer, and I'm also a professional hula hooper. Amazing. How many years do you have to hula hoop in order to be considered a professional? Or is it quality versus quantity? It's quality and events. And yeah, so I've been at it hardcore for three years, um, but total probably about six. My name is Sophia and I'm the drummer for Peach Street Revival. And my favorite pet I've ever had was a rat, believe it or not. Wow. Did it have a name? It did. Its name was Miss Vicky. <laughs> My name is Jordan. I play bass and keys for Peach Street Revival. And I cannot think of an interesting fact. How about a really boring one? Like super anticlimactic. That's actually harder, I, I think. I drive a Subaru. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, okay, so I love this description of the band as, quote, a fierce four-piece female-dominated rock powerhouse. I don't know that there's more to say than that, but if you had to, what else would you say about the band? Wow. Um, poor Cooper. No. <laughs> no, right? We'll get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> now he hangs with the girls. Great. He's awesome. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. We we love to play with contrast. Um, you know, we are a primarily female rock band, but we do go hard. We're kind of like a heart versus Rush type of style. I mean, we have a lot of high soaring vocals, power vocals, and then musically, pretty complex choices of things to play. We all come from a very different background. And when we come together, just bringing all that together is, is quite a paradox, but it works. I think it's almost like a revitalization of glam rock because we do have such this intense sound and, and power from the stage, but we we do it looking beautifully. Mm. <laughs> always gracefully, but yes, we do try. <laughs> Beauty and grace don't have to go hand in hand, right? Absolutely, you absolutely. can be beautiful and completely uncoordinated. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add? As the solo man, I mean, <laughs> should we put you on the spot? <laughs> uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been it's been great. I, I definitely am very lucky to, to be playing with such talented and phenomenal musicians here and Jordan's basically my best friend. She's she's one of the guys. She hangs with me quite a bit. So I bring balance. I'm not totally outnumbered. It's it's pretty even, I would say. But yeah, it's it's definitely definitely a really fun group to be a part of. It's cuz I'm the only member of the band who'll let him punch me in the abs 20 minutes before we go on stage. Is that like a backstage ritual? Like you're like, "Oh shoot, we didn't do the ab punch. We got to go off stage again." And Absolutely. like, "Uh-huh. Yeah. I just, love it." We're just on stage, you know, it's like part of the show now. <laughs> That I would love to see. <laughs> um, well, speaking of kind of coming together, at what point did you feel like this was something? Like, at what point did you feel like, oh, yeah, like, this is a crew that I can hang with. This is a crew I can collaborate with. These are people I feel safe and excited about being in the same space as. 
personally, I joined in, I think it was a year after the group actually officially formed. I definitely felt cohesiveness right from the beginning, but things really started settling in. I'd say maybe six months after that, I could just really tell that everyone was focused. Everyone was in it. We all had the same goals and visions. And um, yeah, everyone's just kind of been on the same page since then. It's been really great to be a part of. Yeah, I'd say for me, it was immediately as well, because like Sophia said, we all have a common goal and we all are dedicating the time and energy to work towards that. So it was immediate for me. I knew that this was a step in the right direction for our musical careers. I think one thing that really stands out to me is how we got through 2020 <laughs> when, um, you know, we saw so many of our other friends not continue with their bands and music. And we just really stayed focused. We stayed creative. And I think it's because, you know, like Jordan said, we we are focused and we have goals and we're willing to put in the time to do what it takes. You know, it's not just a hobby for us. It's our passion and we treat it like our professional business. So I think that is kind of a highlight too, just making it through that time, how we did. We released five songs and five music videos during that time. That's amazing. And it wasn't the case for a lot of people. A lot of people really got stymied, I think, just by the, the uncertainty of all of it. Sure. Yeah. One of the main things, too, is, you know, from where we're at in Grand Junction, there's tons of phenomenal musicians that are incredibly talented. But there's I, it's it's tough to find people that are very goal oriented and are, are willing to really put all the time and effort into it just to get to where you can actually go play live and, and, and get shows and everything. And so that was one of the really nice things about this group is that everyone is is eager and willing to you know put the time in and be dedicated to their their personal craft to make everything happen
we talk about the music scene in Grand Junction a little bit? It seems like it's burgeoning. Like, it, what can you tell me about it? Well, I mean, it's it's quite a corridor being on the I-70. I mean, every big band that's touring passes through. And um, the, the couple venues and, and promoters there have really taken advantage of, of that opportunity. And we've been having a lot of more, a lot more big bands come through. Um, so it's been really inspiring for bands like us to go and see touring acts, national touring acts, and take our notes and, you know, see how they rock the stage. And then for the independent artists there, it's a close-knit community. We have the Warehouse, we have uh, Mesa Theater, Las Colonas, um, you know, some really great large venues that we can play at often, and that really helps us sharpen our tools and, and be up on our game. Well, you know, as they say, iron sharpens iron. I felt very inspired by the people that I've met in the music scene in Grand Junction and grew up with and, uh, you know, developed this passion for playing live by seeing my friends perform. And it's just been a really inspiring, like full circle kind of situation. There's also an extreme diversity of music within the locals there. Um, I mean, there's reggae, there's ska, uh, metal is huge there, rock, country. So on any given day, you can see someone you know or someone that knows someone else that you know perform. And it's just a huge variety, which I think is really awesome. It's a big melting pot. I would just say that, you know, getting to see a lot of these big, you know, nationally and internationally touring bands, it's it's really fun to go and take notes and see how they deal with their stage performance and their whole setup. And, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of either make a choice of I need to really sit down and and work hard to get to where they're at or you just call it. You say, I can't do that. They're too good. I'm just hanging up my hat, tapping out. So I think that definitely gives me a lot of inspiration when I get to see really phenomenal bands play live because it just kind of gets gets the the fire burning again to to get back to practicing and and getting better at my craft. I love that. And not every artist gets to see other artists in action, right? We might see the final product, but we're not necessarily seeing the process. And I feel like watching live music is like getting insight into the process. Absolutely. I've never thought about it either as as like, can you ever turn the musician side of you off and just like sit and watch music and not think about it critically? Or do you pretty much always think about it from the perspective of being a musician? After about a 12 pack, I feel like I can turn <laughs> off my musician brain. But yeah, it's definitely tricky to, it's kind of, it's kind of different approach now because it is basically our job. And so it's, it's kind of, I'm always thinking about stuff. Even when I'm watching like one of my favorite artists concert it's hard to just sit there and enjoy it when you're kind of like, oh, I need to kind of take notes and, and get some good info on here as well to do my homework. Agreed. We we know how the sausage is made. So. <laughs> or better or worse. Yes, yes. <laughs> We've been behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of drive myself crazy because I'm absolutely breaking everything down. I'm like, oh, I saw how they, they build the light show behind that moment in the song. And I see what they're doing in between songs to make it, you know, more like a full show. Um, and just, you know, taking all those notes and seeing how we can implement those ideas and what we do. What do you love about what you do? Oh, man. Um, for me, I just love the freedom of my voice. I just love being so free in what I do. It it feels so powerful. And in that, I, I love to see how that impacts people who are there. 
with our style of music, with our energy, with the songs we choose to cover, it all has a purpose, and that is to move people and bring nostalgia and bring freedom and bring joy and just that combination of being free in my craft and how it impacts the people there is what does it for me. I love it as a platform of expression, um, not only for myself, but that I can share with others. Because when it's difficult to um, kind of express those feelings or even just hold a conversation with someone else, um, it just it's a really freeing way to kind of put that out there, um, get what other people are feeling back and just kind of have a conversation of energy that way. I really, really think that that's kind of therapeutic. I've met some of my closest friends to this day by doing what I do. We've made a lot of fantastic connections with other bands and friends and family, and it's it's been a great way to connect with people and share that experience with everyone. But for me personally as well, the camaraderie that we have, like when we get through a really difficult part in a song or, you know, we just, we make these achievements together. I get a little, you know, I get a little misty eyed or whatever on stage just because it's like, I know we're all experiencing the same thing together because like we just plowed through something that was challenging together. I would say the, probably one of the best things for me is when, especially when we're getting to perform one of our original songs, you know, for the first couple times during, during a show and having everything kind of actually come together and take place and getting to see that connection with our audience, you know, that they're, they're engaging with us on something that we wrote and kind of coming together with that. It's just a really, really special moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned that because you do do a combination of originals and covers. How do you draw a distinction between, I mean, obviously there's a big distinction between the two, but how do they land differently for you when you when you play them? When we first started, we wanted to get out to perform right away. So, of course, we chose covers um, of genres that inspired us. And I think through playing those, um, it's absolutely inspired our songwriting and our, our vibe. So I, I kind of laugh. I think we're a hybrid band um, and it, it works well for us. Sometimes we'll finish um, a night and people will ask, why don't why don't you guys do any originals? And I'm like, we did like seven. <laughs> so I kind of take that as a compliment because I mean, you know, to do your song, your original song next to a Rush song or a Led Zeppelin song and people are not really, you know, it's telling the difference. I, I guess that could be a compliment. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I would take it as a compliment. Yeah, totally. So, huh. yeah, I think that's how that started. But our goal is, was and is, you know, to be an original music band. Magic pill, stand in line to get their feel. I think one thing as I sit and watch. Sweat up love, don't ever give up. No, no.
pill Don't wanna eat or feel I don't wanna feel, wanna feel a lot Raise up love, won't ever give up No, no! Do you have a favorite venue that you've played so far? You've played some kind of cool places, it seems like. I can't choose a favorite, but I have some favorite performances for sure. Uh, the Sturgis Buffalo Chip, the best party anywhere. Um, it, it was a fantastic experience. The production there, the energy of the bikes, people revving them in between songs and people doing burnouts when we're trying to do sound check and stuff. And, you know, getting to play among the ranks of some really big names, Puddle of Mud and Buck Cherry. That was an incredible experience. Um, but also here back at home at Las Colonias when we opened for ZZ Top, just to see people out there that we knew, you know, supporting us in, in such a big endeavor for us was really humbling. And it was nice to have that support and see those familiar faces and, and play on that stage. I think one of uh, one of my favorite venues, there's so many, um, is definitely Belly Up in Aspen. Um, I saw one of my favorite drummers there years and years ago. I was only like 10 years old, Stanton Moore. Um, and ever since then, I just had it in my head, like, I want to be on that stage. I want to do what he did. Um, and we did get that opportunity. I think it was um, last year or two years ago now. And we did sell out headlining at Belly Up. And it was just pretty surreal to be on that stage where I'd seen, you know, such an icon in my mind. But the energy there is amazing. It's super close quarters. The acoustics are incredible. So that's definitely one of my favorites. What's it like to have to climb, like, the five flights of stairs back to the green room after you get off stage? <laughs> it's like a, a good little wrap-up to your cardio session, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite venues we played um, was last year during the Sturgis Rally uh, was at the Harley-Davidson stage. It's, it's like right on Main Street. There's tons of people. It's an outdoor stage. And I just remember having a few beers and just running around with the crowd most of the night and just having a blast. And so that was definitely one of my one of my favorite places we played for sure. Great energy there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you all have a dream venue? Mine's definitely Red Rocks now. Before it was Belly Up. Now that we've conquered Belly Up, <laughs> Red Rocks is definitely the next one that I'm, I'm aiming for. I'd have to agree with Red Rocks as well. 
what is the new Las Vegas one? That oh just yeah, the Light Tower. What's it called? Oh man, is it the Sphere. Dome. The Sphere. Dome. Mm-hmm. The Sphere. Yes, that has yes. just come on my list. The Sphere. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> Especially while it's like new and fresh, and not a lot of people have played there yet. It just feels yeah. And then like the entire time. like LED dome behind you. Um, that looked amazing. I I saw what you two had done, and I was just like, yeah, we need to be there. I have my eyes on a handful of festivals, um, just in the interest of having a bit of a more diverse answer. Um, there's a, a big production, DW Presents, and they put on a ton of these huge epic rock festivals across the country. So I've been keeping an eye on them, watching my favorite bands perform there. And hopefully 2024 is the year that we get to be in those ranks. Awesome. Last question for you all. Thank you so much for being here. If you weren't a musician, what would you do? I wanted to be, at different points in time, um, a doctor, a firefighter, and an astronaut. Probably a cop at some point. I don't know. There was a lot happening. Like Like, service-oriented, doing good for your community. I just wanted to do something outrageous. Um, So uh, maybe, hopefully, an astronaut. An astronaut, I love it. Music in space. We're going to need music. In. There's going to be like some epic venue in space Ooh, at some point, right? That's a good point. Yes. Isn't there no sound in space, though? Well, if you're inside of a spaceship, <laughs> I think it'll be okay. <laughs> the sphere. In that's, space. That's part of the exclusivity of it. <laughs> it's a silent music show, <laughs> like a silent disco. It's yeah. the equivalent. We perform at the sound of light. <laughs> I don't know. I used to want to be a veterinarian. I used to want to be a painter. Um, I feel like I'd probably do something in the medical field if I wasn't doing what I am, but I've wanted to do music for so long. It's hard to even think of anything else at this point. Gosh, um, I would say a fashion designer. I'm really inspired by fashion. And um, if not that, a professional ballet dancer. Well, since she took ballet, I guess um, I, I would definitely... Uh, be a veterinarian I've actually been thinking about doing going back and doing some of that just on my off time to kind of study towards that but yeah I've always loved animals had a great connection with them kind of my whole life and so I still I still rescue things whenever I find them I'm kind of constantly stumbling upon injured animals and get to kind of rehab them on my downtime so that's been fun if I may there was there was one day that we were we were on our way to have a re, like a dress rehearsal somewhere and someone was standing in the middle of the road and as we got closer we realized it was Cooper and what had happened was this mother and her baby ducklings were crossing the road mother didn't make it Cooper stopped his car went and stood in the middle of the road was flagging cars around these baby ducklings and then rescued them all and uh, gave them to a rehab that's amazing yes many animals find Cooper well the world needs you so thank you Awesome. Thank you all. Really a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Happy to be here.
the members of the Grand Junction-based band Peach Street Revival. To find out more about the band, you can visit their website, peachstreetrevival.com. For more talking music programming, you can visit our website, kvnf.org. I'm your host, Kaya J. Thanks for listening. Woo-hoo!